Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, Spirit Stories Edition. So every Friday, I want to bring to you uplifting and heartwarming and sometimes pretty crazy spiritual stories of signs and communication with past loved ones, spirit guides, and angels. And I figured, why not use this time to share with you my first encounters with my spirit guide? And it's going to be so much fun, and I cannot wait to dive in. So you know what? Let's just go ahead and start now. So I actually didn't meet my spirit guide until I moved to Virginia. So things in my life were pretty crazy. The truth is, the point of my life, things were really insane when I tried to meet my guide. I had just moved to Virginia, leaving my husband and my son back in Michigan. All right, I was depressed and lonely. I was absolutely beside myself with heartbreak. And since I could only afford to see my guys once a month, I decided to keep myself busy on the weekends. And it just so happened that there was a lot of psychic stuff in that area. Richmond, Virginia, definitely a lot of spiritual stuff, okay? And the truth is, I've always been interested in the spiritual realm, but I felt way too judged to explore it. But now since I was by myself, I really didn't have to worry about it, okay? So I decided to go to my first psychic fair, all right? And I remember trying to get there. It was like so crazy because I couldn't drive on the freeway and all that jazz, But it was such an eye-opening experience because while I was there, several people told me that I was psychic. And then it wasn't too long after that, that I ended up finding my development circle in which I started practicing psychic and mediumship skills, right? And I just felt like I started opening up more and more and more because I was beside, I was by myself and I really didn't have anyone to stop me from exploring the side of myself. So anyways, I went to the circle and so everyone sits in a circle, right? And how they did in the circle was the people who had already been there, like, and had attended several sessions of the, of the circle, they would connect to the new people. And so I, being a new person, had to connect to another new person. And I was so embarrassed because like, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to connect psychically or intuitively. I had no idea. And I remember I, you know, everyone going around and saying what they got for this woman who was sitting right next to me and they were getting all sorts of really cool information. And then when I connected to her, I got, I I seen like a vision of Abraham Lincoln sitting in his armchair, right? Like that's about it. (laughs) And I was like, all righty then, you know, and she couldn't take it at all. And I was kind of sad to be honest, but anyways, when they connected to me though, I, I can't even tell you how shocked that I was. Okay. So almost every single person in the circle, which had to be about 15 people, I would say, picked up that I was a psychic and a medium. But a majority of them agreed that I wasn't an ordinary psychic or medium, but I was just one amazing, powerful, you know, um, psychic medium that needed to step up into her light and was blocking her gifts. And I was like, so shocked. I didn't know how to take this. Right. So one woman there, actually, she reminds me of like this angel. Right. And she was going off. I mean, she almost like made me cry. But when I left the circle that day, I was like, wow, if I'm truly this person, then I want to be this person. I don't want to miss out on a life purpose or, and I don't want to cross over thinking what could have been. 
Right. So I was trying to find a place to eat on the way home. Right. Because the circle was like 45 minutes from my house and every single right. Like there was no restaurants at all. And the ones I did see were closed. So finally, I'm back by my apartment. And I think it was like a Denny's that I ended up going in. And I'm like, yep, I wanted to try a different place. But okay, I'm starving now. So I'll just go eat at this Denny's. And the server takes me to my booth and sits me down. No big deal. And I'm just trying to embrace life now. I'm like looking all around. And I am just like, oh, man, my whole life is changing now because I'm a psychic medium. And it was so funny. As soon as I looked up on the left with the wall that I was sitting at, there was a picture of Abraham Lincoln in the chair. Wow. Mind was blown. So that's when I really started um, opening up more and more and more. And that leader of that circle created a course. And I was so incredibly excited because I did all of the homework and it was talking about getting to know your spirit guide and getting to know their sign for you. So I actually have a spirit guide class coming up next week. You're welcome to join. Well, I'll go into a little bit more detail. It's completely free. Just email me at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com and I'll add you. Okay. So heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com and I will add you to it. So what I know now was I was trying to connect to my master guide. Yes, we have different guides. Okay. But I really wanted the help from my master guide. And so I sat in the meditation and I did the meditation, how they instructed me during the course. And I felt the top of my head tingling. So I knew that that was a sign from my guide. And I kept on saying to my guide during this meditation, I'm like, step out of my space. All right. Step into my space head tingled. Right. And then throughout the day, I would be like, Hey, are you with me? Make the top of my head tingle. And a little, like a few months later, when I finally told my husband what I was doing and everything, because he was very skeptical and I was afraid of what he would think about me. If I was going to these, you know, psychic development circles and things like that. And it was so funny because I decided to give him a card reading for the first time. And it was like, yes, ask my spirit guide to come in to help me. And I was like, one second, I'm trying to get him in. And he was like, well, there's a fan. So if you feel the wind, you know what I mean? It's from the fan. It's not actual wind. And I'm like, oh no, I was like, it's not wind that I feel. I was like, it's the top of my head tingling. And I remember for the longest time, I would not open up at all unless I felt the top of my head tingling. And it was, it was so much fun, by the way. So you definitely have to get the sign from your spirit guide and keep on going. Right. So a couple of like another time, and you might've heard about this, but I was actually driving down the freeway and out of nowhere, my head starts tingling the top of my head. Right. And I slow down and I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Like what's going on spirit guide. Like, why are you just stepping in for no reason or whatever? Like, I don't understand what's going on. I was slowing down to try and hear him. And that's when I seen that there was a cop on the side of the road and I would have been pulled over for speeding if I wouldn't have slowed down. And you know, what's really funny too. That is a part of Virginia that I later come to find out was known as the million dollar mile because it brings in over a million dollars worth of traffic tickets every year. Wow. Isn't that amazing? So now I'm starting to realize, okay, I got the sign from my spirit guide, but it's like, I still don't like know his name. And I remember at that second fair, I told you about, I really, really wanted to know my guide's name. 
And when I asked one of the psychics there, they actually said like the name of one of my past loved ones. Okay. And I was kind of bummed because I'm like, no, like your past loved ones can be your spirit guide, but it's not in the traditional sense. You still have many other guides. They just kind of take on that role after they pass and they're helping guiding you in your life. But when I, when most people when I or most people are talking about spirit guides, we're really talking about your master guides or maybe some of the other guides that you have with you, like a joy guide, specialty guide, etc. And so like many of us, I wanted to get his name. So I went ahead and I wrote the alphabet on a piece of paper and then I used my pendulums. And after a while, the name that kept on coming up over and over again was Joel. J-O-L-E. And to say the least, I was disappointed, okay? Because anytime I heard the name Joel, I actually saw Zach Morrison, Morris from Say by the Bell. And I wanted a mysterious name that was like around for like centuries, like Herbert, you know, like Herbert, that sounded like he wore a cloak and was old and was wise, you know, not Joel, okay? Like Joel sounded like someone that I'd go to club with in the 90s, okay? <laughs> But whatever, I had to accept that Joel was the name and I had to go live with it. Okay. Now I am talking to Joel all of the time, like constantly throughout the day. Right. And I'm saying little things like, oh, can you help me feel more peace and calm? Can you help me get a parking spot? Right. Can you help me get this day over with? Right. All these things and definitely opening up to my spiritual gifts because at this time, I started reading cards again, and I was practicing photo readings, and I would always have my guide with me 100% because it made me feel safer, right? Opening up, but I knew that Joel had my back. So one night, I was going to sleep, all right? And I was almost asleep, and then all of a sudden, I was kissed on the forehead, okay? It was like this man came from behind me, like through the wall, and kissed me kind of like upside down, like Spider-Man does, but he kissed me on my forehead. Okay. And wow, it, this man had blonde hair, beautiful, I believe blue eyes seemed very angelic. Okay. And I knew instantly that it was my guide. I knew it was Joel. All right. And it's really funny because he actually kind of looked like a Joel. <laughs> So it kind of looked like Zach Morris, you know, what I mean? from Saved by the Bell. So it was actually funny, but I just remember feeling so much love coming out of him. It was just so amazing. So don't discount anything that happens when you're falling asleep or waking up, because that is a perfect time for them to finally reach out to you. And this happened in like a split second. It would have been really easy for me to say it was my imagination, but like, why would I imagine that? Okay. I get so easy for me to say that I was dreaming, but I know that I wasn't dreaming. Like, I know I wasn't, you know, I was on the verge. So I definitely gave all control to Joel, right? And not all control, but I was like, hey, help me out whenever you can, right? Because we have to ask them to help us, right? Because we have free will. So not just going to intervene all the time. I know some things might be like, hey, can it goes without saying that I need help if this happens? No, it doesn't because we're here to learn whatever it is that we came here to learn. So they can't take any challenges or any opportunities to learn away from us, okay? So... I absolutely love that Joel was my guide, but then I started remembering about how they said that past loved ones can also be one of your guides. Okay. And if you remember, I said, oh yeah, that medium said that one of my past loved ones was with me as a guide. Well, that past loved one 
was my ex. Oh, say what? This is not just a normal ex, right? This ex and I had like a crazy relationship. And at the end, he ended up stalking me and was trying to kill me. And I mean, like he was on a tether, right? For stalking me, right? And for the upcoming court cases that we had, and he was tragically killed in a motorcycle accident, even when we were going through court proceedings after we had broke up. And now this medium says to me, oh yeah, you know, one of your guides is Jay and that's his name. And I was like, are you serious right now? I kind of, I, I didn't really know what to think. But she got him perfectly. She even said he used to be a twin in his life. And it's so true. He was a twin. And so what I ended up doing was I ended up asking for a sign. And I didn't go to Jay specifically. I went through Joel, right? Because I was like, Joel, if Jay is truly with me and he is truly one of my guides, I want a sign. Okay. And that is because I had went back to circle And this girl who was practicing medium, she was amazing. She was like, yes, I have a spirit here. Their name is like JJJJJ, like Jason, JJJ. And his name was Jason. They call him J for short. And he's like talking about music, music, music. He's showing himself on stage. Sure enough, J played um, music on the stage, right? She was showing his toes. And I was like, yep, he, he had one toe that was known as the hammer toe. So weird, so random, right? And then she's like, he's um, singing me songs like Johnny, 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 like Johnny be good. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so funny because Jay's favorite musician was Johnny Cash. And we would sing it and listen to it all the time. But I was like, wow, it was very, very difficult for me to believe that Jay was not one of my guides because he had heart, you know, he had hurt me so much. Right. So what ended up happening was I asked for a sign if he was truly one of my guides. And as I was walking into a mall in Virginia, and I was like, if there is, if he's actually around then send me a sign. So as soon as I walked into the mall, right, I pay attention to the music, right? The, the song didn't resonate. And I started walking a little bit. I turned right, started walking a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, this is kind of stupid. I don't think this is going to work. I don't think this is going to be a sign, et cetera, et cetera. And then all of a sudden, this guy started walking towards me who looked exactly like Jay. This guy had like a bald head, tattoos on him, wearing like a Slayer shirt, just like Jay would have, right? Like the jeans, everything from head to toe was absolutely perfect, right? I was like, oh my gosh. And so as you walk past me, I was like, I swear this is my sign. I was like, but does he have like a, um, a chain like on his wallet, like Jay used to carry this guy didn't, but immediately in my head, I hear, Hey, we're doing the best that we can. Right. And I was like, Oh my God. So he is one of my guides. And finally I was like, you know what? I just kind of talked to Jay out loud. I was like, you are one of my guides and you got to make up to me. You got to make it up to me. I was like, you got to like get to work right now for all of like the PTSD and everything else that I have. Right. But I really am happy that that happened. Right. Because I remember sitting in my room in Virginia, just being like, wow, like a whirlwind of the spiritual roller coaster that I was on to know that Jay was my guide, but it still got a little bit better, right? Because I went back to the circle and I remember one day this man came up to me afterwards, very, very good um, psychic medium. And he was like, Hey, your grandma stopped by. And I'm like, Oh my God, thank you so much. I love my grams. How's she doing? What'd she say? He gave me a message. And then he said, her name is Edna. I'm like, no, my grandma's name's not Edna. 
I was like, um, but my mom's middle name is Edna. So a couple of days later, I asked my mom where she got her middle name. And she said, that was my grandma's name. I'm like, oh my gosh, no way. Could another one of my guides be my great grandma, Edna, whom I've never even met? I don't know. I actually ended up flying home that weekend. And I was here in Michigan and me and my husband go for a walk on the island by our house. And I remember saying out loud, out loud in my head, out loud in my head, Grandma Edna, if you are with me, then I want a feather. Show me a feather on this island. I did not say this out loud. So my husband did not hear. And as we got on the island, I realized that there was absolutely no feathers on this island whatsoever. There's usually lots of feathers, but of course, not the time that where I actually want to sign, right? Now there's no darn feathers anywhere to be seen, right? I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But, you know, you know that it is what it is. Well, we get done walking around the island and all of a sudden, as we're coming up like this curve in the grass, my husband yells, oh my God, do you see that? And I was like, no, what? And then it took me a couple of seconds longer. And I seen this big giant feather sticking out of the ground. I was like, oh my gosh, no way, but yes way. And that is the only feather that was on the whole entire Island. I'm not even kidding you. And I actually still have the feather and I will post a picture of the feather in the rise into your power group on Facebook, because it is a reminder that you have guides around you that you wouldn't even expect. Each one of us has at least a master guide, but a majority of our past loved ones do try and help guide us and take on that role. Maybe not the master guide, but on some kind of, you know, spiritual guide role to help you out. It's so incredibly crazy. And we can ask them for signs. So I definitely invite you to not just join the workshop. Okay. Cause it's really going to help you understand this a little bit more, but I want you to ask for a sign from your past loved one. Okay. And ask them if they're guiding you. Cause I think it'd be a lot of fun, right? It'd be a lot of fun to see what shows up and definitely share this episode with someone who is interested in spirit guides and would enjoy this story. All right. Don't forget to subscribe and I will see you later.